Hey, here we are. Locked into the coronavirus still. Just having some ideas. Wondering what's happening. Thinking what's going on with the environmental worries that we were having before. Wondering if they went out the window. If we still care. If we recycle and reduce and reuse. Or if now it's all about us again and we'll make as much garbage as we can. We, uh, we, we, we switched to paper straws. So you go to the, the, the fast food place, you get a paper straw. Every, you know, the, the pop tastes a little bit different because you're drinking it through a straw. This, you know, you can't. For the people who slowly sip on these pops, that straw is slowly, like, sucking up the pop and puffing up and breaking down. But then nobody thinks about the cup that it comes in. You know, that the, the straw sucks out the pop. The cup holds the pop. The cup that I get with my paper straw cannot be recycled. It has wax on it, doesn't break down, all that kind of stuff can't recycle. The lid that holds that straw, I don't believe it can be recycled. It's a piece of plastic. But yet we're so focused on straws. It's one of those things where people get fixed on something because they see a YouTube video or, or uh, a meme or something like that of an animal with, with a, a straw stuck up their nose. But yet they don't realize Every time they buy a desk, every time they buy a couch, every time they buy a mattress, every time they buy a new car, all this stuff comes in packaging. Everything. Everything needs packaging, needs plastic, needs all of this stuff. Every day, I throw away more styrofoam, more plastic, more cardboard. I recycle the cardboard, but the styrofoam and the plastic is ridiculous. People will, will throw away more stuff than they realize because they didn't throw it away personally. They bought it. They got somebody else to do it. They didn't touch it. Out of sight, out of mind. Every day we see waste. Every day you see somebody buy a new car and throw away their old car. Why not buy a used car? Why not buy an old car? Why not keep your old car? They did a study and, and for the most part, if you just repair your old car, you're saving money compared to buying a new car. 
new car has higher payments and higher insurance. An old car that you're fixing, putting a couple hundred bucks into each month, every couple months you put it, you know, 400 bucks into, still cheaper than a new car, still cheaper than that, that brand new car insurance. That stuff's ridiculous. And on top of that, you're re reusing a full car, something that would be crushed and melted and create a whole pile of emissions just trying to recycle it instead of just reusing what you have. People fixate on the little things. But yet, I walk into an office and it's 24 degrees, 25 degrees Celsius in this office. People are drinking out of metal straws because they don't want to hurt the environment. But yet, they don't see this big, huge boiler cooking mass amounts of gas and coal and electricity to keep this thing, to keep this building running. Because they can't see it, they don't care. They keep their houses running at 22, 24, 26 degrees. You can Google what the, what the best temperature of an office is. It will tell you about 24 degrees. So that means the average person likes 24. That means people like it hotter than 24 degrees in an office. I've seen people in hot offices. I go from office to office, building desk to desk. I have watched people fall asleep at their desk. Heat just pumping. You can get comfortable at a desk, or you can do work at your desk. Take off your sweater, or take the stairs to the next floor, do something else to warm up. You don't need to have that heat cranked. You don't need to have an unreasonable temperature just because you're sitting at a desk all day not burning any kind of fuel. Burn a little fuel. At lunch, go for a big walk. Take the stairs. Stretch out real hard. First thing in the morning, walk to work as far as you can. Park as far as you can and walk. It's an amazing thing. It feels amazing. I see some people I know do it. They love it. A little bit of walking is great. Some people don't like walking. But it gets your heart going. Makes you feel good. Stretches you out first thing in the morning. Gets your blood going. You want to reduce and reuse and recycle? It's nice to start with straws but I mean what everybody does on a daily basis with their Starbucks cups their Tim Hortons cups their just their shopping habits even our shopping malls our shopping centers need to change their habits get out of the packaging that they have Make it more of a free open fruit concept where you pick what you need, 
less packaging, more recyclable packaging. With all the with all the coronavirus going on, everything needs to be kind of wrapped up and and packaged again. So, so this is where the original question comes in. With the coronavirus, do we start putting everything in plastic, wrapping everything up? You touch what you need only. Do we start panicking like that? Is it a good reminder to start bringing your own bags and packing your own stuff? What uh, what happens now? We all try to be a superhero when uh, when everything's great, but once once everything goes out the door, I mean, once once the shit hits the fan. Do you, uh, do you just start using bags for everything? More bags, the better. Throw them out. Don't touch them. Don't, you know, recycle, recycle as little as possible because now, now having something sit around can be possibly bad because it could have something on it. I just love how there was this big recycle, reduce, reuse, get rid of plastic straws. You can't have a plastic fork in your hand on TV or else you'll get crucified. To only disposable, don't touch again, wipe down everything. Make sure you use a thousand Lysol wipes that are not recyclable. To wipe everything down. I just love how everybody goes from one fad to another. Somebody compared this um, what do you call it? They 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 compare the whole climate change um freak out to the Cold War. When, when, when we were young, we had the new kids on the block. And, and the little sisters and the nieces all seen this. So when they got a little older, they were kind of craving the same thing. They all wanted what their, what their big sisters and their aunts had. So then InSync and, and, um, the other big boy bands came on to the stage and they were loved it was just a fad it was one of those things so is this whole you know environment thing just something for people to latch on to our parents had and our uncles and aunts had the cold war where they could you know um freak out and protest and do whatever they could they they were they were scared for their lives because they took real live they they were be in school and they would be they would have to do these drills that would 
make them practice for a nuclear attack where they all had to hide under desks and get in under door frames and and stay safe so sometimes you know it was a big thing and everybody talks about it still and it was a big thing and everybody kind of craves this thing so then people start comparing the cold war to this climate climate change war where if if we don't do something now in 10 years we're all going to die or if if in 10 years we don't do something then we're all doomed in a hundred years whatever they say so they compare it to you know it's it's just it's just one of those things to cling on now we have the coronavirus does the climate change and uh, and the world just stop caring about the, the climate now it's free for all again throw away what you need don't touch it put it in nuclear waste and as long as it's not touching us we don't care or is it going to be you know you can't put this here and put that there I'd love to see what happens because I mean just think of the the doctor's masks all going in the garbage all the doctor's uh, robes their their face plastic protectors you can only use those for you know i i believe a day or or less and then you have all these people that are going to be using lysol wipes these uh these little cotton alcohol swabs giant swabs gotta throw it in the garbage can't recycle that people are going to start you know drinking more water bottles from home they're not gonna you know bring anything home that they they can't throw out already you you know people would rather just throw it out than take the chance of not washing it properly so are we going to see all these water bottles you know get bought up again and i mean you've seen it in the mass the mass buying of toilet paper and and uh, sanitizers and stuff like that. People were buying water bottles. What if we were run out of water? Buying piles of those. Here we go, you know. North America is one of the most, uses the most toilet paper out of anybody in the whole world. We use it for everything. I think people use it for cooking bacon. Like it, it, they use it for everything. We waste more stuff than anybody. In, in, in Alberta and Calgary, we take all of our toilet paper, flush it down the toilet, goes to the sanitation plant, gets collected by a net, gets brought to the dump, gets dumped, and the emissions go out, it gets covered by dirt, slowly breaks down. We use more toilet paper than anybody else in the world, North America. I'm sure Calgary's right up there with flushing stuff down the toilet. We collect it, throw it into the dirt. Other places with large bodies of water beside them. So we'll just flush it down the, the river there, the, the ocean, the, anything they want. I had a friend swimming in uh, Mexico. He was having a good time. 
scratched himself on some uh, coral reef. You know, I mean, everybody scratches himself. Who, who really cares? Keeps swimming. Gets home, feels like a whole pile of crap. You know, uh, uh, slowly figures it out, what's happening. Turns out there was uh, a sewer pipe just a little while, just a little bit down from where he was swimming. So all the sewage from every toilet from from as far as you could see was coming out of the, into the ocean. They just pump it right into the ocean. Right by the beaches, right by where people swim. And of course he catches hepatitis. So he catches one of the hepatitises, one of the ones that can uh, be cured, you know, a couple of vaccinations. But it took a whole pile of tests, uh, trying to figure out what was wrong with them, convincing doctors to try these tests, to figure out if it was hepatitis, to all this kind of stuff. He was lucky it was uh, uh, one that could be cured. He could be healed, but when he tried to join the army, he also lost his chance at going to the army because it messed up his stomach so bad. And uh, after almost six weeks of of basic training, they pulled him out and let him know, you'll never make it in the army because we eat really crappy food and your stomach will never make it. So they let him go through almost all the basic training before they told him, which was hilarious. But uh, climate change is is a real thing, but it's also a natural thing. The more the ice melts, the more it lets off pollution. The more the winds blow, the more it pushes up dust that blocks out the sun from Asia. 10% of the, the sun is blocked out from dust in Asia. I mean, just from, just from the deserts. There's not, it's not always a lot we can do, but there's always a lot we can do. Use your old cars, use stuff till it's done. Once it's completely dead and you can't fix it, then you throw it out. When we were young, we would take our vacuum to the repair shop and get it fixed. Get it fixed again. Get it fixed again. We had this thing for 15 years. I mean, it did the job great. You spend a couple bucks, get it fixed. Get it fixed. Costs way cheaper than getting a new vacuum. And you had this thing for 15 years. Have a car, just get it fixed. Your hot water tank starts leaking a bit. The guy's going to try and tell you a new hot water tank. Just tell him to fix what's broken. Once that next thing breaks, we'll deal with it then. Everybody's trying to sell you something. Everybody. They get it for cheap. They're going to sell it for you expensive. In this world, everybody's trying to sell something. You break down on the side of the road, somebody will come up beside you and try and sell you gas. They ain't going to give it to you. They're going to try and sell it to you. You don't want it, they'll drive away.
what we got to do is try and reduce, reuse, and recycle. They say that unless you recycle perfectly, then the, you may as well not even uh, recycle. You have to wash out everything perfectly, spotless, put it in the proper spot, all of that stuff. Now, if you do not put in the right container in the right spot, you have to be looking at these numbers because every different number means different stuff. Some numbers you can't recycle. So you can clean it as well as you want. You throw it in there, they're going to throw it in the garbage. So now you got a guy stopping everything just to pick out that bottle that you tried to recycle to throw in there. So now you now that guy is collecting garbage to throw away. Now he has to pay for the garbage to throw away that he collected from you because you threw it in the wrong front, wrong bin. Now I say that guy, but I talk about the city. So the city ends up paying more to separate all of this stuff. And then we find out that half the stuff they're trying to recycle, they can't even recycle. They've been making the false claim they, they can do all this stuff, but they can't. Oh, we'll send it to somebody else, and once they get the technology, then they'll be able to, you know, deal with it. But these countries are phoning back up and being, well, we don't got the technology. That guy lied to you. Stop sending us your crap. Everybody's trying to recycle. Everybody's trying to, to make, you know, money, money off recycling. Half the time to recycle what we use takes more energy and creates more emissions than just throwing it away and letting it break down and create its own emissions. Instead of cooking it up and reusing it, forming it again, it's kind of like solar panels. Creating solar panels creates more emissions and more pollution then you'll end up saving by using the solar panel to create the energy in your house you may as well have just burned the coal it would have been it would have been cleaner than creating these solar panels which are putting in so much technology so much burning of plastic so much forming you know these are going into tubes tubes of plastic these all, all this stuff is plastics that has to be formed, all from oil. Just burn the coal. Burn the coal and you'll be okay. Instead, you're taking, you're taking something almost like coal, sucking the oil out of it, creating, well, creating oil out of it, making plastic, making plastic computer chips, making all this stuff out of it, just to suck the energy out of the sun and then harness it into energy. Or you could just take this raw coal and burn it. You know, it sometimes it outweighs itself. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It's like people trying to get, you know, lose weight and they drink Diet Coke. Somebody told them Diet Coke was better and they ran with it. 
Because ain't nobody want to stop drinking Coke. Nobody wants to stop using coal. So somebody says, hey, let's use some solar panels instead. And they're like, all right, same deal. Uh, you know, coal is oil and, you know, I can get oil from other places. Keep this all stuff burning. You know, it's all coal is, you know, the, the all essential heat. But there's always something better, always a better money maker. There's always suckers out there. After the war, after the wars, after the the wall, the, the wall in uh, Germany came down, the the Berlin East, the Berlin Wall. They actually had to start recycling. They became the best recyclers in the world. They had wars. They had destruction. All of their buildings in Germany were destroyed, just destroyed, just piles of concrete piles of metal they had more debris than they could deal with and they didn't know what to do with and so they became one of the great recyclers all of the the stuff left over from the war they started the wall the the bombings the the, the everything everything that came down the, the wall came down the the buildings came, everything, you know, they had war after war after war. And so after all these wars, you start having all this garbage. And so they started recycling. Concrete, metal, wood, everything, everything, everything. Somebody, I watched something and somebody made a joke that if you had a cup of tea, then you had to recycle something like five times. There's five things to recycle. You had the leaves from the tea, they go in one bin. The tea bag goes in another bag, or in another bin. The, the staple goes in another bin. The string goes in another bin. The, the tag from that goes in another. It, you know, they became great at recycling. And, and they did it properly and they taught a lot of people how to do it. When we built buildings in uh, Calgary, where we're to now, it's the same way. There's, there's platinum builders, they get awards for building and recycling and doing as much as they can to help the environment and, and create a building that's not going to suck the energy out of the world instead of, you know, maybe even create some energy to pass on to others pass on to others but in this world we need to reduce reuse and recycle but we need to use do it smart you can't you can't just stop using straws yeah you, ha you have to go a little bit further you know it's great that you stopped using plastic bags at the shopping mall and that that's great you know, those are all visible, visible things. But turning, turning down the heat or, you know, shutting off a couple extra lights. Every, every light in your bedroom usually has two light bulbs. Just shut off one. Shut off one light bulb in each room. Some people I know don't even know the difference, that half the light isn't even there. 
If it's not there, you don't notice. You're cutting out half half the energy. The simple things in life that, that you don't even think of, that you don't see, are the things that you can actually start saving. You know, turn down your heat, put on a sweater, put on some some slippers. You wear a pair of slippers and your whole body warms up. It's amazing. I don't I don't know who doesn't want to be in a sweater and be more comfortable. I mean, putting on a sweater is like a warm hug for everybody. Who doesn't want to be weighed down, sit down, watch some TV, read a book, do something, you know, or just start doing something. Go clean the house, warm up. If you're at work, you know, go take the stairs. When it's break time, take the take the 10 flights of stairs. You're going to warm up for a good hour. Good hour and you're going to have some good blood flow. You got to reduce, reuse and recycle. Even in the time of the COVID. Nobody's taking the sea train anymore. Nobody's taking buses. For some people, you know, it's, it's, it's understandable. Nobody wants that. Hopefully more people are carpooling. That'd be great. When you go to the store, try and bring your own bags, try and bring your own baskets, try and do what you can. If not, try and reduce and reuse those, uh, those bags again. We use the bags for picking up poop, for, for lunches, for, for stuff like that. Do what you can, but, you know, in this time, it's funny where in the last two months, I have not heard a thing about the environment. Nobody's dying from the environment anymore. Now we're all dying from the same thing. We all picked another thing. No children are dying, which is fantastic. 0.2 to 0.4% of people under 40 are dying. 1% of people over 40 between 60 are dying. Something like 14% of over 80 are dying, which is, you know, a really sad thing, which is, you know, our grandparents and our our loved ones, we don't want them to die. So everything must be, you know, thrown out and not reused and, you know, disinfected as much as possible, as much chemicals, chemicals as we can. In this day and age, all lives matter. And we have to remember that just because it's the old people getting sick now, the next time it it will be the young people. The young people who are getting sick and it will be like AIDS, where you don't even know you have it 
until you start getting spots under your arms. You know, I was listening to something where where they didn't know they had it till they had a blotch on their arm and then another blotch and then another blotch and then their cold didn't go away. They didn't even know what the hell they had. Nobody knew what they had. Everybody thought it was a cold. Go home and just sleep it off. You know? I was saying before, I wonder if AIDS was was happening now, if, if they would be able to uh, go back to where it started. Would they be able to go back to the, the, the forest that where the person got bit by whatever monkey and figured out which monkey it was, just like the coronavirus? But I mean, AIDS, AIDS was, a, was, was a thing where nobody knew what it was. And lucky enough, we had a doctor in China that was able to tell us and warn us and, you know, tell us what was happening right now. We had other scientists that knew what was about to happen. They had predicted everything, created, you know, multiple situations where what was going to happen. And they knew exactly the timing that everything was going to happen. But yet, now, here we are. Everything must go. It's like a huge fire sale. Everything cannot be used again. Throw it away. Don't touch it. Don't want it. But, I mean, it's like the the Japanese. The Japanese don't shake hands. They bow. No, you know, no handshakes. No, none of this crap. They just talk. You know, they're, they're, I don't see him handing out business cards. I got to find a way to send out digital business cards. Nobody wants my business cards anymore. Nobody wants to touch what I just touched. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Everybody, everybody's different. I think uh, what what we've been doing for the last hundred years will will keep going on. It will take a little bit more than this to uh, reset everything we did. I think a couple months after everything is cleared up, we'll all be uh, we'll be back to what we are doing: not washing our hands, you know, picking our crotch, scratching, sniffing, touching buttons. Scratching face, shaking hands, the usual. But once we go back to just washing our hands with soap, stop using Lysol wipes, mass amounts of alcohol for our hands, we start reducing, reusing, and recycling again. Unless it's not good for you. (laughs) It's the COVID times. Throw everything out. Nothing must stay. Everything is bad. I was listening to somebody and they said, if you get get takeout, make sure you get that takeout, bring it home, 
put it into your own plate, take that takeout container, throw it out, wash your hands, then you can eat the food, then wash the plate, make sure you get all the stuff off of it. You know, it, that seems like a lot of work to me. But it's, it's one of those things. You don't want to be the one that's calling it crap and then be the one that dies a week later. Maybe on the next one, but not this one. And then once you're taken out, I mean, you ain't reducing, reusing, and recycling. That's all going in the garbage. And I love how the pizza, the pizza places, flourishing right now. Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the Chinese food places are doing well. I don't think they. I don't think they would be. But pizzas, pizza, chicken. All that crap. I mean, I'm sure they're still doing great. As long as people don't see it, they don't believe it. I went to Dairy Queen today. Got some blizzards with my daughters. There was two or three. Um, skip the dishes guys standing there. So there's still people standing with other people that are making the food that are standing together. So it's not any order, you know, different than any other day where people are all standing together. It's just you're not seeing it. They're ordering this food and it's showing up by one person. So you feel better because only one person has touched it. But in reality, he passed four people that touched your food, you know, it, that may have touched your food. It's, it, it's life. You don't see it. You don't believe it. You're okay with it. But in real life, you know, that, that chain is there. If it's floating in the air, if somebody else touched it, it's good to go. Even in these times, you know, skip the dishes, all that stuff. They're flourishing. That means you're just throwing out styrofoam, plastic wrap, wax cups, and plastic straws. Reduce, reuse, recycle. It's hilarious. One little virus and that all goes out the window. You're willing to die a hundred years earlier as long as you don't get sick right now. As long as you can sleep at night. You know, if that's making you feel better that this COVID could get you and, you know, not the atmosphere burning up and killing us all, if that, you know, makes you feel better, then that's, that's I guess, what's better, I guess. But in, in hindsight, the environment breaking down and, and, and falling apart wasn't really bugging me. And this COVID thing isn't really bugging me. Maybe I'm ignorant, but hopefully I survive and get to laugh at everybody. When everybody's dead, I'll be reducing, reusing, and recycling everybody's shit. But till then, I'll, you know, live my days at home in the, in the isolation of COVID and keep making dreams.
all while reducing, reusing, and recycling. You guys all have a good day.